stop, wait a minute, Mr. Postman. Yeah, yeah, Mr. Postman. Come on, deliver the letter. The sooner the better, Mr. Postman. Wait a minute. Okay, wrong, 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 wrong way to start a show. But you get the gist? Did you get the whole Mr. Postman thing, what I was doing there? Yeah, you guessed it. You you figured it out. I was trying to lead you in to, you know, this is the episode, this is the podcast where I read your letters. You guys, uh, you guys write me um, at the Harland Highway. You guys drop me letters uh, at uh, harlandwilliams.com, and uh, I read them. This is where uh, you get to hear your voice be heard sounding here, talking. I hear it. I say it. I, I hear your voice. So uh, we'll be going through a whole bunch of letters in the mailbag. Um, I'll be pulling them out. I'll be reading them, and I'll try and honor them, uh, I'll answer them. <coughs> God, I just swallowed a fly. I just swallowed a bug. Um, I'll try and answer them as honestly and uh, as forthright as I possibly can. Some of them will be good. Some of them will be bad. Some of them, you know, all kinds of stuff. You just don't know what you're going to get. So hope you enjoy it. This is all about you here on the Harland Highway. You're listening to Harlan Williams. Harlan, funny stuff, bro. Funny stuff. Keep it coming. Later. How long have you had this job? Long enough. He's fine as long as he gets his medication. He doesn't get his medications. He's not fine. Right. You just made a wrong turn onto the Harland Highway. You're a groovy boy. I'd like to strap you on sometime. The Harland Highway. You're all going to experience intense mental, physical strength. All right, hold tight on the Harland Highway show. You're listening to Harlan Williams. Welcome to the Harland Highway. Sheesh, yeah, that's right. You're here on the Harland Highway. Welcome, everybody. Um, hey, welcome to the show. Um, so happy you're here. We're just gonna have fun because today's show is mostly about you guys. Um, as you know, every every podcast I say, hey, if you want to write me a letter, write me a letter. You know, um, I'd love to hear from you, man. Uh, you know, you can write about whatever you want here at the Harlan Highway, and uh, a lot of you do. I get a lot of letters, and what I do is I kind of let the mailbag fill up. Um, and then, uh, you know, I kind of wait and dedicate a show to reading your mail. You being the pavement pounders, the dedicated listeners, the, the fans, the, the lovers, the haters, the, you know, I, I read it all, whether your letter's nice or your letter's mean, whether it's friendly, complimentary, insulting, it don't matter. I play it all. Um, because that's the way it should be. Um, so, uh, that's what we're going to do today. We're going to read your, your mail, your thoughts, your insights, all that stuff. Um, so Raj, let's go cue the music and let's get into the Harland Highway Pavement Pounder listener mailbag, sir. Letters. Oh, we get letters. 
those letters. Let's find out what you got to say. Oh boy! Mailman, mail today. Yes, 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 yes. Letters, 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 letters from you guys. And before I read this first letter, I want to say thank you for writing in. I mean, this is this is your forum. This is your show as much as it is mine. And uh, this really lets, uh, lets me uh, hear how uh, you're thinking, how you're feeling, what you like and don't like, blah, 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 blah. So let's not waste any more time, gang. Let's get right to your letters. Our first letter comes from Hunter. Here we go. Hunter says, hi, Harland. For the last hour, I've texted with my younger brother in defense of Major Tom Dowdy. Not in defense of Dowdy's beliefs or his general psychotic behavior, but to argue the Major Lieutenant Colonel's timeless brilliance and conceptual hilarity. My brother doesn't get it. I think you've hit on something special along the highway. Huh. And then he says, congrats on the 600 milestone... Uh, of podcasts. Have a good evening, Hunter. Well, you know, war is a scary thing, and uh, Major Tom Dowdy calls into the podcast, and, uh, you know, this guy's been immersed in the military uh, for most of his professional life, and I guess he lives and breathes a war and the military and, and conflict, and so when he calls in, he's very opinionated. He's got a lot of war stories, and uh, I get a little uh, anxious when he's on the line. I, I feel a little threatened sometimes. I feel a little uh, out of my element talking to him because he's very passionate about defeating the enemy. And, if, if you know, he's, he's just an intense guy. So I'm glad you like him, Hunter, and uh, your brother better get it because, uh, you know, the, 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 the America's vulnerable right now. People want to extinguish the American way, the American way of life. So your brother better get it. You keep texting him. And uh, if you want to hear Major Tom Dowdy, I believe he was on the very last podcast. That would be, uh, well, let's see, that would be number 609. So if you go back one uh, episode here, you hear, I think he called in and was talking about ISIS and the uh, continuing threat of the radical Muslim uh, terrorist group, the ISIS, and uh, it's horrible. And to hear him talk, I don't know what's more horrible, him or the damn terrorist group, because like I said, he has some very interesting opinions about the theater of war. So thank you, Hunter, for uh, calling in. We do, do, do. Do, do, do appreciate it. Oh, behave. Uh, all right, let's let's uh, let's get going to another letter here. This one is from Bread Teeth. Bread Teeth. I don't know if that's East Indian. Bread Teeth, come quickly. Bring the elephant water. Quickly, bring the elephant water and bathe the elephants. Bread Teeth. I don't know, but... Bread Teeth says, yo, dude, keep doing the fashlangs dizzles. It's off the bean sprout, Taco Bells. <laughs> now, this guy speaks my language, man. For those of you that don't know what fashlangs are, uh, fashlang is a kind of a show that I do. It's a video series that I do, and it's kind of like punked, except it's like if Salvador Dali and Andy Warhol did punked, this would be it. 
So check out for Schlang. To do it, you got to go to uh, my YouTube channel. And to do that, just go to harlowwilliams.com and click on the subscribe button, the YouTube channel subscribe button right on the homepage there. And then uh, every time I post a new Fishlang or any type of crazy video, which I'm going to be doing a lot of in the near future, you will get to see it first. So go check out Fishlang. I think it'll make you laugh. Thank you. Thank you, Brad Tiff. Now quickly go and get the elephant water and wash the hippos. Let's move along. Who do we got here? Dave says, whenever I hear your comedy on satellite radio, I can't change the station. Come to Buffalo, New York if you get a chance. There's a lot of places to perform at. Well, how about that, Dave? I'm glad you uh, you like my comedy on, uh, you know, they play a lot of my stuff on satellite, which makes me happy because it reaches a lot of people and and people like Dave uh, love to hear it. So I'm glad, buddy. Thank you so much. And and if I can get up to Buffalo, I will. I certainly will. Moving along. We're clipping along here. This one's from Matt Rizzo. Hey, brah, B-R-A. Hey, brah. Well, hey, what's up, panties? I'm just curious if John and John can do some warm-up for the Thanksgiving Day Parade by commenting on the kids' trick-or-treating. Also, when is the last time you went to the moon? Glow restraint. Later on. Okay, the end got a little ambiguous to me. I don't know what that means. But uh, I, I get the first part, bra, panties. Um, Matt's talking about John and John, who are our commentators. They usually just show up twice a year. They commentate on the Thanksgiving Day Parade and the Christmas Parade. Uh, that you know, they sit up in their booth and they they watch the floats come down the Harlan Highway and they do the uh, the color commentary. And you know, one of them's pretty pleasant, but the other one, I don't know how much I like them. But uh, unfortunately, John or Matt, John and John cannot do Halloween because there's no parade. They only do parades. And it would be a fun idea. It would be fun to see them commenting on the kids' costumes. But unless there's a holiday, a Halloween Day parade, I think you're SOL, buddy. I, I'm sorry. I can I can send them an email and see, but I don't think it's going to happen. Okay? Um, so there you go. Uh, here we go. Let's move along. Ryan Fryer. Ryan Fryer. Hi, Harland. Hope you're in good spirits and health today. Well, yes, I am. Thank you very much. My name is Ryan Fryer, and I, like most, am a massive fan. Now, see, that could mean you really like what I do or you're really chubby. So choose your words wisely. I think your comedy style is very original and inspiring. Well, thank you for that. I really appreciate those words. Have you ever considered coming over to the U.K. for a year or so and making a dent on the British scene? Well, uh, you know, I have spent time in the United Kingdom. I have done some comedy there. I've done a few TV specials over the years, long ago. We're, we're going back 14 years ago. And I have worked in a couple of the local clubs, the Comedy uh, Store and right downtown. I think it's in Piccadilly Circus. And I'll have to say it was bloody smashing. I liked it a lot. 
And uh, I, I love doing the uh, British comedy scene. I just, I, I, I'm guilty of not getting over there enough. And I am guilty of, of not making the effort to get over there enough. But I'm glad you sent me this letter, Ryan Fryer, because I think I should try and get over there and do more. I really love it over there, and you made me realize that I miss it, and I, I got to make a better effort to get there. Uh, Ryan Fryer says, would be fantastic to hear back from you. Maybe we can become pen pals and write to each other like in the Disney films. I'm asking too much of you, he goes on to say. Hope you enjoy your day, Harlan. Kindest regards, Ryan. P.S. If you don't reply, I'll only lose 3.5% of respect for you. You're still fantastic. And then he did a little smiley face. Oh, Ryan Fryer, you move me. But uh, thank you for the uh, inspiration to try and get back there, Ryan. Thanks for being a fan. And, uh, you know, what can I say? If you see George Michael over there, really, if you see George Michael, because George Michael's a Brit, and uh, he's always calling the show. So, Ryan Fryer, if, if you see George Michael roaming around in a park or in a public restroom or wherever he goes... Can you tell him to stop calling here, please? I mean, seriously. Um, So here we go. Uh, Let's see. Let's move on here. We are going to Paige Webb. Paige Webb. Hey, Harland, I love your song on the last podcast. It really hit the nail on the head. And we're talking about the song that I did called The Clown, which dealt with uh, suicide and specifically the suicide of many comedians. Continuing with Paige's letter, as tragic and heartbreaking as it is to lose someone with so much talent and love to spread like Robin Williams, it does open up the eyes of the public on depression. All the money, fame, and success in the world cannot shake depression, as it really is an illness of the mind. I myself have it, and it is very disheartening when others just don't take it seriously. If someone as admired as Robin Williams can find himself in so much pain as to take his own life, so can anyone else suffering from this painful affliction. Anyways, thank you for covering this topic on your show. I'm a huge fan, and take care. Well, Paige, thank you for sharing with us. And first of all, I'm sorry that you have to deal with the affliction of depression. It's... uh, it's one thing, I think everyone listening has been depressed, but when it becomes clinical, when it becomes a condition that uh, really affects your life and, and wears you down, uh, I truly feel sympathy for people with that. And uh, it sounds like you have a, a little bit of that, and I, uh, I'm sorry you have to deal with that. I hope I hope you're able to cope and, and pull through it. And, uh, you know... One of the th- fun things about doing this podcast page is, uh, you know, I hope that it helps people with depression and puts a smile on your face and makes you laugh and lifts your spirits and uh, just gives you another uh, little reason to enjoy life and to have lots to live for. So thanks for uh, sharing your uh, your thoughts with us and uh, keep on smiling, man. Keep on laughing. Um, let's move on. To Justin Burgess. Okay, Justin Burgess. Or if I pronounced it wrong, Berg S. I don't even know why I did that. That was stupid. Um, Hi, I'm looking to book Harlan Williams in Fort McMurray, Alberta. Could you please give me some info 
on this. Please and thank you for your time. Well, good Lord, Justin. Thank you for wanting to book me in Fort McMurray. For people that don't know Fort McMurray, it is a it is a oil town, oil sands town, way, way up in northern Alberta. And it is cold, and it is far away, and I know it's a great place. I actually have some uh, nephews that work there in the oil sands uh, industry. And I'll tell you what, we tried to do a show up there about five years ago, and uh, nobody wanted me. We went up there, and we, we booked a theater, and we thought, because there's a lot of disposable money, disposable income there, and a lot of young male demographic because a lot of these guys are working in the oil fields we thought it would be a slam dunk we 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 put we booked a theater up there and we had like 10 people buy tickets so i was rejected big time in fort mcmurray i don't know why i look like an oil rig worker man um so uh due to that kind of crappy response from people and kind of getting rejected we are in no rush to try and go back there, so I do apologize. I, of course, you're a fan, and there's probably other fans, but it doesn't seem like there's enough fans to keep me, uh, to keep me, uh, you know, to 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 get me from to go up there. I'm, I'm sorry. I, bl- I I don't blame me. I blame the people there. If you can go around and whip everyone up into a frenzy, tell them how amazing I am, Justin Burgess. Well, then maybe we can pull it off somewhere down the road. But for now, I'm just so scared to go up there. It's just, it's, I'm just so terrified. Nobody, nobody like me much. I get beat up in the street. So there you go. Uh, let's move on. This is kind of fun. We're getting some good good letters. Uh, here we go. This is from EJ. EJ says, let me tell you something. Major Sergeant General Colonel Tom Brady guy is awesome. I sit here and listen to this at work sometimes, and it is cracking me up. That is good stuff. Well, boy, oh, boy, it looks like a Major Sergeant Tom Brady, or Dowdy, or whatever his name is, is uh, is a big hit with people. So like I said, if you want to hear the latest rant from this military uh, freaking war guy, just go uh, back one episode, and you can hear him in, uh, you know, podcast number 609. He's there. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Um, let's see. Let's go to the next letter here. We have so many. Okay, what do we got here? Da, da, da. Now, I, this letter, I'm not even going to read it because it's it's um, it, it's a letter from someone asking me to do their YouTube channel and do their you know send them an autograph and I appreciate it that you guys want me to do your YouTube channels and and your you want me to mail you an autograph, but you know what I I just I don't do that kind of random stuff because I, you know, it's just too much for me. I do a lot of interviews and and I just kind of don't want to water myself down too much because there's so many people that want me to do YouTube interviews and stuff and it's just a bit overwhelming and so I don't do them. But thank you for asking. I'm flattered and complimented that you would want me to. 
And I hope you don't feel too rejected as if you're in Fort McMurray that I say no. But, you know, it's I, I got to kind of keep my profile up in the uh, wheelhouse of uh, where I want to keep it. And um, but as far as autographs go, a lot of people write and ask for autographs. And that adds up with me, gang. So what I do is if you want an autographed picture, they are available in the uh, Harland Highway merch store. And they're only 10 bucks, but, uh, you know, I, I'd go broke if I was mailing out all the autographed pictures that everybody wanted. So I, I hope you understand my position. I get a lot of requests for that, and that stuff costs postage, and that stuff costs envelopes, and that stuff costs getting the pictures produced, and it's a, it's a lot of overhead. So I would definitely be going way, way backwards if I sent out autographed pictures to everyone that just asked for one for free. So I know it's just part of the job. So if you want one, harlowwilliams.com, 10 bucks, and you get one sent out to you. All right? There you go. There you go. Uh, let's see what else we got here. Else do we got here, Harlan? I don't know. Um, here we go, Harlan. This is from Zachary Youngblood. Ooh, I wonder if that's like uh, North American Indian. That sound Youngblood sounds like an Indian name. Um, Harlan, love you, man. I just saw that you're going to be in the greatest place on earth, Indianapolis, in December, just in time for my birthday. I already got my tickets and would love to have. One of your custom T-shirts. But I saw you only have two left on your site. Could you please make more? Well, yes, Zachary Youngblood. He's talking about I draw, hand-draw my own T-shirts from time to time. That takes a lot of time as well. And that's also why they cost a, a bit of money. But they're, they're one of a kind. They're 65 bucks. There's no other shirt in the world like them. And I hand-draw them. So basically you're wearing like a, a painting or an illustration done by me. Uh, I don't have any new ones at the moment, but I'm working on getting some into the store. Hopefully, um, you know, hopefully uh, sometime in October. So thank you, Mr. Youngblood. And uh, we will try and uh, have some cool shirts there for you, my friend. Um, Let's see, what else do we got here? Okay, next letter. This is from Brett Davis. Uh, Brett Davis says, Hi, Harland. Are you ever coming to New York City again? I love you very much. Thanks, Butterfly Brett Davis. Well, I can't come to New York. I'm going to the United Kingdom, okay? My goodness. Uh, Of course I'll be coming to New York again. Unfortunately, I don't have anything booked right at the moment. But... I, uh, I I hope to get up there. I love doing shows in New York. New York can be a tough crowd, I'll tell you that. But uh, I will get there eventually. Keep your eyes on my stand-up comedy schedule at harlemwilliams.com, and hopefully we see you there, butterfly. Uh, let's move on. Robert Cohan. Harlan, the most irritating sound I have ever heard is you on Adam Carolla doing the crow sound. Oh, my God. Not once, not twice, but over and over again. I was forced to shut Adam's show off, which I have never done in the three years I have been listening. Please go listen to the show, because I am sure you did not realize how horrifying it was, and that is no joke. Wow, Robert is pissed. He does not like ah the crow noise I do. And I don't blame you. Listen, 
Here's the scoop. I, when I did Adam Carolla's show for the first time when he was on terrestrial radio at CBS in L.A. a long time ago, I did a joke about the bird flu or something, and I did the crow noises, and Adam lit up. He loved it so much. Now, whenever I go do his podcast, whenever I do anything with Adam, if you listen carefully, you'll always hear him go, how would a bird sound doing that? What, what would a crow sound like? He loves that stuff. And you can even hear, if you listen to all the episodes I've been on, there's a few shows where on the air I've said to Adam, I've said, Adam, no more crow, no more bird noises, it's done. It's annoying. We've we've played it out. People are probably sick of it. I'm sick of it. And I you know, we've had that discussion on the air. If you listen to all the episodes, you'll find it. But Adam just keeps going back to it and back to it and he for some reason it tickles his funny bone. And when I do it, I know you can't see his face, but he lights up, he starts giggling, and he just wants it. And I'm like, it's his show. You know, he's a tough guy to make laugh. He likes it, and I'm like, you know what? I, I give up. I'm just going to do it. And so that's why I do it. I know it's annoying. I, I'm not going to argue with you. I could see it being super annoying. <laughs> but on the other hand, Robert, there are people that call in and love it. There are people that write in and go, man, that crow, it killed me. I had to pull over in my car. It's hilarious. But it's like any repetitive noise or sound or line. You know, you do something enough, it either becomes funny or it becomes super annoying. And so I'm sort of apologizing for it, but I'm also not apologizing because, you know, when you're doing comedy, you just got to go with it. You got to improv. You got to follow your instincts. You got to put it out there. You got to go outside of the box. You just got to go for it. So... It bums me out that you had to turn off the show, and I get it, but, you know, what can I do? You can't make everybody happy. Isn't that right, Terry? Ah! Ah! Thank you, Terry. Ah! 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 What? Robert Cohen! Ah! What about Robert Cohen? I didn't like his letter! Ah! Well, he has a right to voice his opinion. He doesn't like crows. Him. Ah! I'm going to fly over his house and shit all over it. Ah, ah, ah. Well, that's not very nice, Terry. Up yours and up his. Ah! Well, there you go, Robert. You know, watch what you say, man. Because, you know, there's always consequences. Um, all right, let, let's move on. This is getting a little a little too heated right, right now. And I, I don't want to see anybody get hurt. Um, let's see what else we got here. What who who else we got writing in? And by the way, if you do want to write in, it's simple. You just write to harlandwilliams.com. Uh, How easy is that? Or you can go on the website harlandwilliams.com and uh and uh you know, you can um you can write your letter to me. Uh, here's a letter from Nick. Nick wrote, love the message from your mom. Love ya. Well, thank you, Nick. You know, my mother passed away just recently. And, uh, you know, I, I asked my mom on her deathbed if she would like to share any final words of wisdom with, with, with my audience, with the, the pavement pounders, because 
I thought my mom was a special person, and I thought maybe she'd leave some special words for you guys. And uh, some people were moved by that, and uh, I, w- I was I was moved by it to be able to um, you know share share my mother's voice with you guys. Um. So um, here's uh, here's another letter that I think deals with. Um, you know, the concept of death and, and, uh, the, uh, you know, the, the loss of someone we love. This is from Veronica and Veronica is usually the one that corrects all my uh, misspellings and my grammar uh, errors. And I love her for it because it makes me laugh, but let's see what she has to say today. Dear Harlan, when I was 10, I walked through a nursing home and the memory has always bothered me. Some of the residents were grabbing out to me as I passed them in the hallway saying, I'm dying, I'm dying. That experience has caused me a lot of anxiety about death. Recently, my dad had a stroke, which has reminded me of that negative experience. Immediately after surgery, my dad was joking with the nurses, the family, and anyone in the room. However, I didn't perceive it as joking as he was slurring and couldn't move his left side. All I could hear in my mind was, I'm dying, followed by an overwhelming feeling of depression. However, since I listened to your mom's message, here we go, I now see those comments in a completely different light. I just listened to your show and your mom's message to the pavement pounders in response, she said, he's got the whole world in his hands, then followed by a little laugh. Wow, that resonated right through me. That small exchange am- ameliorated the negative feelings I was experiencing. God, she has great words. Am- ameliorated the negative feelings I was experiencing. So somehow it must have gotten rid of them. I don't know what that word means, but I love it. Veronica goes on to say, I realize that everything that's been created is good, as, witnesses bu- as witnessed by your mom's humor in a difficult situation. Further, while I listened to the rest of the pod, I was struck by how she taught you to use humor to heal your own pain. What a gift your mom has given to the world to be the best version of herself, even during the most challenging stage of life. I just wanted to thank you and your mom for sharing that message with the Pavement Pounders, a truly inspirational and life-affirming message that is echoed by you in every pod. She definitely lives on through you. Sorry about the long email. I know I write a lot, but it's cathartic for me to write to you. La Vassagna de Monsieur Hulot, Veronica. Well, how about that? See? Boy, that was that was very uh, moving and touching. And, uh, you know, that, that made it all worth it that I, I got my mom to give a little, little talk before she passed away and uh, to hear that it touched some of you and inspired you and moved you. That's exactly what I kind of knew my mom was capable of, and that's exactly why I wanted her to reach out and have her voice be heard before she passed on. So, uh, Veronica, thank you. What a what a wonderful letter to share. I'm sorry about your dad. I hope he's doing better. And, uh, you know, this whole death thing and dying and getting sick is... Is it's for losers. We we no one should do it. No one should have to go through it. So uh, yeah, I think humor helps us uh, helps us uh, get there a little easier. 
Um, and then at the end, she referenced Le Vaccinat de Monsieur Hulot. Uh, Le ve- veca- Vacation. It's, it's French for vacation. Mr. Hulot's Holiday. Um, it's a French movie that I referenced in some earlier podcasts. little wink of, and a nod to that from Veronica. Thank you so much for sharing. And... Uh, yeah, yeah. Let's uh, let's keep going. Let's keep going here. This is fun. We got some really good, uh, really good letters here. All right, here we go. This is from Ron. Here we go, Ron Harlan. Just have to say, you are such a beautiful soul. Listen all the time. Most recently, your mother's passing, bless her soul, and your rant on minimum wage. Your humor is amazing, but your compassion is so true and honest. Thank you for a wonderful show, humor and honest, honesty that rarely exists today. Keep us laughing and honest, brother. Bless you, your faithful listener, Ron. Wow, Ronnie, thank you. My God, I'm I'm getting touched by these these great letters. I mean, I had a I had a guy that hated crows, and uh, and then all of a sudden I got some people that are are, are really happy that I exist. So let's move on. Uh, this is good. This uh, next letter is from Catherine Bly. Ca- is it Captain Bly or Catherine Bly? It's Catherine Bly. Catherine Bly. Harlan, heard you on the Adam. Here we go. Heard you on the Adam Carolla podcast. You were awesome and hilarious. I totally forgot you existed, even though you're one of my all-time favorite comedians. Thanks for coming back into my life and come to New England soon. New Hampshire would be even more convenient. Au revoir. Au revoir, as they say. Well, there you go. Yeah, there you go. She likes me. Yeah, see? Some people hate the crow. Easy. And some people like the crow. Yay! Ah, ah! So that's what I'm saying. You can't win. You just got to do what you do. And some people love it. Some people hate it. And that's art. That's comedy. That's art. Thank you, Catherine Bly. Thank you, Captain Bly. I mean, Catherine Bly. Um, and here's a, here's a letter from, oh, my God, this is from my neighbor. I, I grew up uh, in, in a, on a little street up in Canada, and, you know, we, I knew all my neighbors. And here's a, an email from uh, one of my neighbors who lived right across the road from me when I was a kid. How about this? Blake Hornsby is his name. And I remember Blake fondly. He, Him and his brother and sister lived across the road. And Blake wrote, Hi, Harlan. It's been a long time, and you've had a fabulous career in between when we last saw each other. However, I just got the sad news about your mom. She was a lovely lady. I know my dad and her were at University of Toronto together. How about that? I didn't even know that. I'll always remember when she used to call you for dinner. <laughs> Harlan! She would call up the street. Many times you'd be sitting on the steeple of your house. LOL, such a warm memory of living on our street. My condolences to you and the rest of the family. Anyways, continued success in your career. Take care, Blake. How about that? Thank you, Blake. My gosh. You know, this is a guy that I probably haven't even seen in 20, 25 years. But it's interesting how you have those connections to where you grew up. And that that was a very... He went out of his way to reach out to me and my family. And uh, and this, this email, uh, this letter put a smile on my face because he talks about 
my mother yelling up the street because we were right at the bottom of the street, right at the very bottom. And from our front lawn, it just went straight up. And I'd always be up at the neighbor's house playing street hockey or Nicky Nicky Nine Door or having a crab apple fight or something. And my mom had this wish. She'd be like, Harlan, dinner! You know, and I'd go running down the street. But uh, in a lot of situations, Blake mentioned that uh, many times you'd be sitting on the steeple of your house, and that was me. I used to climb out of my bedroom window and go and sit on the roof of our house. I'd spend hours and hours up there all the time. I loved being on my roof because I knew no one else could get up there, and it was like my secret little safety spot. It was my own private little meditation center. I was on the very top of the house and I could see the highway in the distance and I could see all the other houses. I could see over the trees. I just like being up high and in the open air and I'd I'd sit up there during the day. I'd sit up there at night. I'd listen to my Walkman up there. I would just lay on my back and look at the clouds. That was my, that was my little my little getaway, man. No one could get to me up on the roof. So I sat up there a lot, and I'm sure people like Blake thought I was insane or something. And maybe I am. Ah, yeah, maybe you are. Ah, you're talking to a crow that doesn't exist. Ah. Um, so thank you so much. What a, what a kind and uh, thoughtful um, email. Man, all, the, all these people reaching out about my mother, I, I do, do appreciate that, you guys. Thank you. Very, very kindly. Indeed. Indeed. Okay. I think we're running out of time here. My God, there's been some uh, really, really amazing letters, a good variety of uh, letters. And, uh, you know, I think maybe uh, we do like one more and kind of close it up because uh, we've gone through a lot. Remember, you can uh, you can write me at uh, harlowilliams.com and and maybe we'll read uh, your letter. How about that? How about that? Okay, here we go. Last last um, letter for the uh, letter bag, mail bag, email bag, whatever it is. This one's from Brian Herzog. Brian says, Harland, you're great, blah, 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 blah. Well, I don't know what that means, blah, blah, blah. blah. I don't know. I, I don't speak uh, Spanish. Uh, I love your podcast, etc., especially your diverse characters. Well, thank you. I'm not a comic or a comic writer, but was wondering if you're not shortchanging yourself by having only one interviewer character whose only way out of an interview with a guest has become unhinged. I don't know if there's any benefit to you as the interviewer to keep it together, especially if you want to end the bit and move on. But I've always wondered about this, and I'm writing with the intent on helping by offering an outside perspective. Keep up the great work. Bring back more of the the Chinaman. <laughs> the Chinaman. Uh, I think he means... Uh, what's his name? The guy at the Moon Glow restaurant. God, it's been so long since I've done him. Um, I can't remember his name. Oh, my God. Charlie Lee. We got to bring back Charlie Lee. Good good call. Thank you, uh, Brian. He says, bring back more of the Chinaman and your gardener, Senor Fuentes, and George fucking Michael. P.S. I still think you should have picked my suggestion 
the hitchhikers instead of the pavement pounders. Well, uh, didn't work out. Sorry. Also, if you happen to have any idea on which episode it was, there was the Chinaman was cursing. Let me know. It's my favorite. The Chinaman. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yes, he is Chinese. Um, so, yeah. Well, let, let's go back to your, your thing about a lot of my interviews do end up with people, you know, going unhinged or me more. More it's me becoming unhinged because I'm dealing with such morons. And you make a really good point, and and maybe maybe I've got to try and get centered. Maybe I've got to try and be a better interviewer and calm my guests down or calm myself down so that I'm not flying off the hinges. Very good suggestion, Brian Herzog. I'm going to try it, and uh, we'll try and get some of your favorite guests back on. Um, Charlie Lee, uh, Senor Fuentes. And George Michael, um, thank you so much. And thank you to all of you for your letters. Um, I think we'll, we'll stop it right there, but keep them coming. We'll do another bunch the next time. And, uh, Raj, close up the uh, Harland Highway listener mailbag. Another letter from a listener's Well, there it is. There's your letters. Thanks again for everyone uh, writing in. Bless you, my children. Bless you. Uh, Let's get to some announcements here. Uh, Don't forget, we are in the middle of uh, the Comzilla Comedy Tour right now. Um, You can uh, go on my website, harlanwilliams.com, and find out where we are through through tonight and through the weekend. Uh, Through the next week and a half, I will be uh, touring through Western Canada, so make sure you check if I'm in Saskatoon or Regina or... Moose Jar, uh, Calgary. I, I could be in your town or city here on the uh, Comzilla Comedy Tour. So harlowwilliams.com. Get your tickets online. Can't wait to see you there. Going to be amazing shows. Um, what else can I tell you? Um, let's see. Other stand-up shows starting uh, October 10 and 11. I will be in Denver, Colorado at the Comedy Works. Love that club. Uh, get your tickets uh, online at harlowilliams.com. Check out the store at harlowilliams.com. Uh, you can write me at harlowilliams.com. You can phone me at harlowilliams.com. The phone number's right there on the page. Um, you can subscribe to my YouTube channel. Just click the uh, the subscription button, and you will get my crazy videos, including Fishlang. Uh, and check out atc.com, allthingscomedy.com, a podcast network where you can find other great comedy podcasts as well as my own and that's it man thanks again for writing in you guys love you all keep it coming and until next time chicken chow mein